Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. I am professional wrestler Chris Rex, and if you're hearing my voice, that means you're listening to the Bear of Texas podcast. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another edition of Rage Quit, the video game discussion segment of the Bear of Texas podcast. I am the host, the Bear of Texas, and ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to go back to a strategy that I use in the opening episodes of this podcast. I'm going to talk about a mission, a well-remembered mission in the Grand Theft Auto world. You know, again, I apologize because I, I just keep going to this freaking hiatuses. You know, l- lately things have been crazy. I was actually traveling last week. I was in San Diego. My younger brother graduated from Marine Boot Camp, and he's now a uh, Marine. You know, I'm so proud of my brother, and, you know, my brother's really been ruining me on for these shows. And, you know, everybody that's been so thoughtful of me has really supported me through this and understand why I'm taking hiatuses because all my other two shows. But, look, I just feel so terrible because I keep saying I'm going to try to be more and more active, but something just keeps happening. And, really, it's breaking my heart because I feel like I'm really failing everybody but you know everybody's so understandable it's just it's so good it's so cool so anyway so the mission i want to talk about honestly is if like i said it's a it's a well-remembered mission okay and this mission i remember it so well like i I remember exactly everything that how it goes and I, i just remember everything that you did so so the mission is called St. Mark's Bistro. Okay. And that's in Grand Theft Auto San Andreas. And that's way far into the game. That's around the close to the end of the story of the game. So. I'm not sure exactly. Like, you know. You know. Uh, how much left is after that? I mean, there's still a little bit left. But, you know. I think it's it's right. It's right before. The mission is definitely before. the, the It's right before the mission. Where you break into Caligas Casino. So, anyway. So, so, what I remember the mission is that basically Salvatore Leone has an office in the Caligula's Palace because the Caligula's Palace recently, and, and you see this in the opening as, in the opening movie of, of GTA San Andreas, is that, you know, three of the mafia families in Liberty City, the Leone family, the Sindaco family, and the Ferrelli families, all agree to an investment in a stake in Caligula, Caligula's Casino. So, so, so that, 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 that is a, certainly part of it. So, But in this mission, now, now this mission actually takes place after the mission where you intercept a plane with hitmen of the Ferrelli family that are sent to assassinate Salvatore Leone. Because, you know, now the, the, when, the, when the three families agree to this investment overall... This particular thing had a really, I'm not sure how to put it, like, had an agreement. And I'm actually trying to find the notes. Uh, I had them somewhere. you Because know, I remember in, in this mission, the main objective is to assassinate Marco Ferrelli, who's the uh, who's the head of the Ferrelli family. 
let's see right there. Here we go. Like, basically, like, so as we know, the game, uh, the setting of uh, GTA San Andreas takes place in the year 1992, okay? And, of course, Marco, he's the leader of the Ferelli family. Previously, the, the leader of the Ferelli family was, uh, as we know, Sonny Ferelli, if you played uh, GTA Vice City, okay? But as you remember, in the final mission of uh, GTA Vice City, Sonny Ferelli gets assassinated by Tommy Versetti. So after that, you know... You know uh, the the younger brother Marco Ferley takes over the family, so like I said in the uh, in the opening uh, movie or scene or whatever you want to call it, there's basically uh, like that. You see that Marco, as the leader of the Ferley family, he agrees to a joint investment between the the Ferley family, the Leones, and the Sindacos in the luxury casino called Caligula's Palace. Okay, and again the Ferleys. The Leones and the Sindacos are 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 three of the most powerful uh, mafia families in Liberty City. I mean, very creative in a video game worlds. And you remember closely, uh, especially when you start doing the missions for Ken Rosenberg, the same Ken Ken Rosenberg from GTA Vice City, although things are not different. Ken Rosenberg is basically a middleman, or as Ken Rosenberg described as quote a neutral party unquote. You know, basically to see things over, you know, for all three families. And there's this thing that if anything had happened between any of the families, as a result, Ken Rosenberg would, would, would get whacked for it. So so it's, it's no wonder that when, when CJ starts doing the missions for Ken Rosenberg, I mean, Ken Rosenberg is, like, scared out of his mind. He's, like, saying, I'm screwed, so screwed. Any minute now, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get killed. I mean... <laughs> Oh, Ken Rosenberg's really always in a situation. He's like, what the hell did I get myself into? Oh, poor Ken. <laughs> so, I mean, the problem started, I think, is, you know, I watched the videos, uh, the rewatches of this game, and I, and I kind of, like, read the dialogues and everything that, you know, when the Ford, when, um, you know, the Caligula's Casino has a rival with another casino that recently opened. Remember in the game, Woozy opens the Four Dragons Casino. I mean, that, that started a problem because, you know, that's competition for Caligula's. And then you remember that Johnny Sindaco, who's the leader of the Sindaco family, you know, attempted to uh, cause disruption and some sabotage within the Four Dragons Casino you know, to eliminate the competition. But we all know how that happened. You know, with that mission where... Johnny's on the hood of that car. And you, you gotta like you gotta scare the hell out of him, and then something happens to him. So, anyway, so going back to uh, the Saint Mark's Bistro. <clears throat> Sorry. So, so you go back to the Saint Mark's Bistro. So you know Salvatore Leone, you know, congratulates you for you know the previous job, and then he starts out by saying, "How would you like to sit that the Saint Mark's Bistro?" And Carl, of course, uh, accepts it. But keep in mind, this mission is basically, in Salvatore Leone's case, it's retaliation. Because remember, the previous mission, Marco Ferrelli sent a hit squad to Liberty City to assassinate Salvatore Leone. And CJ, Salvatore Leone, sent CJ to, to stop it. And CJ does that successfully, so that's why Salvatore entrusts CJ to this mission to go to the San Marcos Bistro, where the objective is to assassinate Marco Ferrelli, who once again is the leader of the Frelli family. You know, taking over for his brother, Sonny, who was the previous leader, but Sonny was assassinated in, in the game GTA Vice City. So. Anyway. 
So going back to this mission, so mission starts, um, you know, the way the mission starts is there's a cutscene, okay? Because when CJ agrees to do this mission, he tells Salvatore Leon that he needs, he needs backup. And now you remember this game, Ken Rosenberg and the two other British dudes, uh, Macker and uh, Kent Paul are being held hostage by Mr. Leone. So CJ tells him, tells Mr. Leone he needs backup. He takes all three of them. And in the cutscene, he tells all three of them to get the hell out of Las Venturas, which is the city where the Caligula's Casino is. And of course, Las Venturas is the fantasy slash fictional version of Las Vegas. I mean, keep in mind, San Andres is basically Southern California to like the Mojave Desert. I mean, in San Andreas, Los Santos is Los Angeles, San Fierro is San Francisco, and Las Venturas is Las Vegas. So, so he sends them out, and then Carl basically heads to the airport, picks up the jet, and starts flying to Liberty City. Okay, and then once you fly to a certain part of the in the map, uh, you basically immediately put to a little tiny cutscene where Carl is is in a taxi headed towards the Mar Marcos Bistro, the Saint Mark's Bistro, I should say. But some people say Marcos Bistro because the Saint Mark's Bistro is owned by the by the Ferrelli family. So, and I think Marco, I think Marco now owns it. I think, yeah, yeah. So, so, so as far as far as I know, uh, Marco owns the that bistro. And basically, there's like some sort of gathering going there. Because remember, once when the mission officially picks up again, there's a, there's another little cutscene to where Carl enters the bistro, and one of the one of the Ferrelli goons says to him, and I quote, "Private, in, private, uh, private junction, invitation only." Unquote, and then. CJ just, you know, says, and I quote, Oh yeah, well, Le well, well Mr. Leone says, uh, says otherwise. So CJ reveals himself to be, uh, you know, as a guy sent by Leone, by Salvatore Leone. So uh, not surprisingly, all the Ferrellis in there, you know, start opening fire on you, and then boom, I mean, the mission's really started. So, so you got to wipe out all the Ferrelli goons, and then eventually you get to Marco Ferrelli, and then take care of him, and then, and then boom. But, but I don't want to just talk about the mission itself. You know, I, I want to kind of explain what I think. I mean, it's just, you know... It, you know, I'm not sure. Sometimes I ask myself why Salvatore agreed to let Carl take all three of those guys. And, I mean... Because keep in mind, after uh, you know, as you fly back, when uh, CJ phones uh, Mr. Leone to tell him that the job is done, he tells Mr. Leone that Paul, Macker, and Rosenberg were all killed in the mission. But, but like I said, in reality, is right before the mission, CJ got them in a car and told them to get the hell out of the city. To get them away from Salvatore Leone. I mean, we all know, you know, CJ was playing Salvatore Leone from the beginning. But, you know, when, when CJ meets Salvatore Leone, he tells Salvatore, he tells Salvatore that he had been working with Salvatore's son, Joey Leone. So, so the fact that CJ worked with Salvatore's son, Salvatore trusts him. Because remember, in that cutscene, after CJ tells him about you know him working with his son, Salvatore responds, "You know my Joey, I like that." So, so then you know when the mob boss, you know, you know, all of a sudden you know is impressed, and you get his trust. I mean, you know, you know that he, he's going to trust you with any task, and of course he's going to expect you to to do, to, do, to, do, to do things correctly. So, but I guess what what, what was some of the most what were the most interesting interesting thing about this mission, in my opinion? Is that, you know, first of all, you go to Liberty City. Now, unfortunately, you don't get to roam around the whole city itself. You just do the mission of the Bistro and that's it. 
But, you know, the fact that you do a very unique Mafia-style hit, you're sent on a mission, and then you you wipe out all the goons of the Bistro, and then you and, and then you assassinate uh, Marco Ferrelli, who, again, he's the boss of the Ferrelli family. So, I mean, I, I was like, wow. I mean, you know, the, the game was already controversial enough. But, you know, when the game, you know, puts a mission like that, it's, it's really uh, pretty interesting, so... You know, of course, Marco's Bistro is, is one of the Ferrelli family businesses, again, and, you know, clicking on the Marco's Bistro itself, I want to see, like, you know, uh, Marco's Bistro has a tagline, and, and one of them goes, eat till you explode. So I thought that was pretty funny. Well, okay. The, it says, the restaurant is, <clears throat> according to some of this, the restaurant was basically a shared turf by the Leone and the Ferrelli families. You know, I was truly led to believe that the Ferrelli family... Well, the Furley family obviously owns the owns the bistro, but I think that the territory is shared because now I remember in Grand Theft Auto Three, the Marco the, the Saint Mark's Bistro is actually very very close to Salvatore Leone's mansion, which is I would say the compound of the Leone family. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so the owners, yeah, so, so I imagine, you know, after Marco Frelli's assassinated, I'd imagine that the St. Mark's Bistro is no longer under Frelli control, because now I'm asking myself, whatever happened to the Bistro after, like, who took it over? What, what, I, what, what, what I'm more interested in, honestly, is what happened to their Frelli family, and I'm going to try to find that out. You know, you remember the opening cutscene of GTA Vice City, Sonny Frelli, again, who's, who, who at the time was the, the head of the Frelli family, now keep in mind, GTA Vice City, the setting of that game took place in 1986. You know, six, you know, six years before... Hold on. Yes, six years before the, the events of GTA Vice... Uh, excuse me, of GTA San Andreas. And of course, you know, there's that cut, and you see Sonny Ferrelli and a couple of his uh, associates are actually inside the, the, Mar the St. Mark's Bistro. And you know, you know, sometimes I'm, I might remember if I'm gonna get confused if it's called the Marcos Bistro or the Saint Marks Bistro. Well, okay, okay. Oh, no, you know what? No, I get it now. It's actually called Marcos Bistro. It's okay. The location of Liberty City that it's it's located in it's called Saint Marks. Okay, so I guess that's why they call it the Saint the, the Bistro of Saint Marks. That's why they call it the Saint Marks Bistro. But it's but the main but the main name of the restaurant, the actual name is Marcos Bistro. Okay, now I get it. Now I get it. Okay, so I guess Marco Ferrelli owned it. He actually owned it. Although, I'd imagine that he's one of the main owners. I imagine his brother, Sonny, was also part of part owner, and the entire Ferrelli family kind of op owned and operated it. But, anyway. So, anyway. Now I'm really, really wondering, you know, what happened to it. I mean, keep in mind, in, in GTA 3, the setting of that is uh, 1990. Well, actually, no, it's not 1990. It's actually 2001. It's actually 2001 in GTA 3. So, and, and the St. Mark's Bistro, and the Marcos Bistro is actually still there. But the Ferrelli family is basically crippled. Like, absolutely crippled. That it's believed that the Marcos Bistro is like the only, is like the only business they have left. So... I guess you could say after Marco Ferrelli was assassinated, the Ferrelli family just crippled to the point, and, and I guess they never recovered. So it's really, uh, really interesting indeed. But 
But I don't really kind of see what... I don't really want to see what, what ended up happening to the Ferrelli family. I mean, we all ended up knowing, though, what Carl Johnson and, uh, and uh, Salvatore Leone's relationship went. Because after CJ led the heist to rob the Caligas Casino, you get that call from, from uh, Salvatore Leone, and he's not happy at all. So... So, of course, the main mission of the St. Mark's Bistro is Carl Johnson, you know, CJ, who's actually the mercenary of Salvatore Leone. He's sent to the Bistro to kill the to, to assassinate Mr. Ferrelli. So, like I said, now I'm going to try to find out exactly what had happened post, you know, that mission. Let's see. Let's see. Click on that. There we go. Click on the Ferrelli family. So they say, click on 1992. Hmm. Well, you remember, okay. What is that? Mission, so. <clears throat> so basically, you know, so, so now, you know, and I'm kind of seeing, like, you know, that mission with Johnny Sendako, who was the head of the Sendako family. Or at least I think he was the son of the head of the Sendako family. I mean, we all know what happened to him. He ends up in the hospital, but then, then several assassination attempts happen. And then... Salvatore Leone actually returns to Las Venturas to, to reclaim the money that, that he invested. So it's all about getting his money back. But again, he's robbed of that because CJ led a heist against the Caligas Casino where, where the money was where the, where the money was invested in. So, okay, so now I know why. Okay, so now I'm learning why Marco Frelli set the Frelli hitman to, to assassinate Salvatore. Because the mission where Johnny Sendako is tied to the hood of a car and then you, you got to spook him to the point where he's actually traumatized, you know... Ferrelli, because it it it, distra it disrupted the supposed peace investment business deal between the Sindaco family, the Ferrelli family, and the Leone family. You know, Marco Ferrelli was probably infuriated by it. So I guess he, he probably believed that Salvatore Leone was responsible for it. So he, that's why he wanted Salvatore assassinated. But because of that, Salvatore retaliated, and then Marco Ferrelli ended up get, being killed. So. So after that, so now you, you, I'm looking at so 1998. Hmm. Yeah, because remember GTA 3 was in it takes place in the year 2001, but then there's GTA Liberty City Stories, and the the Ferrellis basically are obviously not as strong anymore. And and, and it's, it mentions something that, that the mayor of Liberty City that was actually uh, working with the Ferrellis. Okay. Okay. So now I see. Okay. So the new leader after Marco was assassinated was actually Franco Ferrelli. Okay, and uh, basically, the, and it says here that in GTA Liberty City Stories, the Ferrellis deal with the fact that the mayor, by the name of Roger C. Hole, who was actually working with the Ferrelli family, you know, actually dies. So, with that, you know, because, you know, how the, the these crime deals are bribes and the corruption between the politicians... You know, I, I guess the Frellis, you know, instantly lost even more favor, which really made them, which, which really weakened them, and then... And then, and then, not 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 long after, you know, the Frelli families enter a war with the Sindacos, according to this. So, because of the Sindacos began invading the Frelli territory, because remember, the the Ferrellis are getting weaker and weaker and weaker. Like they're losing everything, and at that point, you know, who knows what ends up happening to them? You know, by two thousand one, I mean, the the Frelli family is almost up to nothing. So, you know, m m more leaders. You know, a guy by the name of Mike Ferrelli. It gets assassinated too. So I, th I think at, in GTA 3, 
the Ferrelli family is crippled to the point where it's no longer considered a family. I mean, there's like absolutely nothing left. I mean, all they have is the restaurant, which is kind of nothing. So, so I want to take a look at something right here. Franco Ferrelli. I'd imagine he's probably the other younger brother or probably just another guy that took over. I mean, he's a Ferrelli, so... Well, he's he's definitely he's definitely not mentioned in GTA San Andreas. Yeah, so basically, he be, Franco Ferrelli becomes the new Don of the Ferrelli crime family. Yeah, I mean, there's nothing left. I mean, I'm trying to get as much as I can of this information right here. But, um... Anyway... Really not fighting much, honestly. That one right here, and I, I apologize, I'm probably... Try not to make everything too boring, but you know, try to learn a little more. Uh, Franco, so Franco Frelli takes over when Marco is is gone. So I mean, I mean, not much as yet. There's really not much about him. So I guess that being said, you know, after, after the uh, after Marco Frelli gets assassinated, you know, the guy who takes over after that, I mean, the Frelli family is entering wars, and I guess they're losing the wars. They're, they're losing favor. They're losing everything, and you know, they get to the point where they're outcasts, and there's not there's absolutely there's absolutely nothing left. I'm looking at Mike. Mike Ferrelli. So Mike Ferrelli. Well, not much about him either. He was actually a high-ranking member of the of the Ferrelli family. So, mm -hmm. oh yeah, yep. So in GTA Three, uh, the GTA Three character Claude actually assassinates him on the orders uh, under the orders of Joe of uh, Salvatore Leone's son Joey Leone because apparently. Something about not receiving money is that the Ferrelli brothers owned him, owed him. So remember at that point they become. Yeah, remember at that point they're just now known as the Ferrelli brothers because there's very little left of them. So yeah, so <laughs> I guess you know, I guess Carl Johnson is basically the reason why the Ferrelli family uh, got crippled and just got weak, and then things just got it bad. And, and I guess uh, they 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 truly never uh, they never recovered. So it's. Uh, <laughs> I guess it sucks for the Ferrelli family, but I guess the the Leone family must have really uh, enjoyed that. As far as I know, the Ferrellis and the Leones had quite a history, and things were really not going well at all. Hmm, it's very interesting. I mean, all these missions of GTA, a lot of them really have interesting missions. So it's just that so you know once you, you you know it was extremely powerful when Sonny was in charge and then when Marco took over it was still relatively powerful but I am really convinced at this point that when uh, Sonny Ferrelli was was assassinated by uh, Tommy Versetti in GTA Vice City that's where the true downfall of the Ferrelli family began and it just got worse when CJ assassinated Marco and from then the Fre the Ferrelli family became an became an outcast and eventually I'm pretty sure it got to the point where they were absolutely nothing it was all over. They were history. So, but going back to the mission, you know, you know the fact that after after that, you 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 be, you basically rob you know Caligula's casino and then you know <laughs> Salvatore Leone phones you and really threatens you and you know I'd imagine this heist really really uh, struck a great blow to the to the Leone family because a lot of money that they lost. But as far as I know, uh, after that, you know Salvatore. Returns to Liberty City and then continues his operations from there. So, yeah, you know. But I guess the bottom line is th this mission really, in my case, really convinced me to try to dig deep and research. You know, some of this GTA history between you know, especially these families and and I saw a lot of interesting things. I obviously I can't say everything word to word from here from what I've read, but uh, man, it was it was all pretty interesting indeed. So. Anyway, I mean, GTA 3, Vice City, San Andreas, they're all relatively good games. 
You know, the, the fact that GTA Vice City is in 86, and then San Andreas is in 92, and then GTA 3 is in 2001, and the order of the games came out, I mean, th th that's why my head was spinning so much, because GTA 3 came out before Vice City. I mean, like I said, GTA, you, you go from the year 2001 to back to 1986. So you go from a time where the Ferrelli family is an outcast, you go back to 1986 where he was extremely powerful, and then you jump to 1992 when it's still out there, but it's, but it's being more and more crippled because its back is breaking even more. So, so it really takes you through a timeline of uh, of the Ferrelli family, but you go through the like the the history of the of the families in the city of Liberty City and how they're doing all the wars and everything. So it's uh, it's pretty quite fascinating. So, pretty fun. Well, ladies and gentlemen. Rage Quit is available to you on all streaming platforms, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, and YouTube. Thank you all very, very much for joining me this evening, and I will see you all next time. Did you know a 2018 study showed half of prenatal vitamins tested had unacceptable levels of heavy metals? I'm Kat, mother of three and founder of Ritual. When I was four months pregnant, I couldn't find a prenatal I could trust, so I created my own. Ours is made traceable, third-party tested for heavy metals, and recently earned the Purity Award from the Clean Label Project. But don't just take my word for it. Get 25% off at virtual.com slash podcast. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.